For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. Dear listeners, welcome to the Kodesh Family Church, Philadelphia, under the leadership of Bishop Dag Heward Mills. This denomination has grown with over several branches all over the world. We are excited to come your way with the anointed word of God, which has the power to heal, deliver and save you. Stay tuned as we receive God's word through his servant, Reverend Gilbert Fleischer. Let let me say this to you, all right? I'm not supposed to be saying this, but I'll say it anyway. Let's gather around our president, okay? Now, a Christian, any Christian, if you look in the Bible, our only relationship that we should have with a leader, and the president is a leader, is to pray for them. That's the only thing the Bible commands us to. Okay? So let's pray for him. And let us also pray with, with him. He declared, in fact, ever since I came to America, I've been here for many years, I've never seen a president that is so conscious about Christian values. Even, even presidents who said they were Christians, huh? standing for praying in schools, declaring a day of, uh, today, today is actually supposed to be a day of prayer for the whole nation. Do you see? Yeah. And let's believe God's word. The Bible says that there's no leader that God did not institute. Do you see? When you find a leader somewhere, after voting is over, it is God who put him there. All right? This is a time not to be divided. So let's, let's take, take that word. Amen. Now today, wow, um, sharing with you a little bit more about being a shepherd. All right? I'll share something small, and then we would have a little play skit. I haven't forgotten about it. And then we would move on. Amen. Amen. So, it is always a blessing to serve God. Do you understand? A lot of times we quote scriptures and one of the favorite ones is the one in Isaiah, that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. Every, yeah, every tongue that shall rise up against me in judgment, you shall rise up and condemn. Bishop Aedipo made me understand that it's not that God will condemn the person. You rise up and condemn the person. Now, when you read that scripture, you see that at the end it says that this is, the, this is it's like a heritage for the servants. So it's not like for everyone. It's for people who are serving God. And I believe that we are all serving God. So I'm just saying to you that there's a blessing in serving God. Yeah. He always remembers our work of labor. And he rewards us. Yeah. Some of the rewards you can't quantify. But one day when you get to heaven, you see how his hand was upon you because of the work that we do. So I don't know about you, but I'm very excited about the word of God. And when, the Bible, when we've been told prophetically that this is the year of the shepherd, put yourself in being a shepherd. Yeah, be active. Indulge yourself in it. Don't, don't just behave like it's for them. It's not for them. It's for you too. Yeah, be a shepherd. Hallelujah. 
I want to share with you today about the core areas for the development of a shepherd. So if you're a shepherd, you need to develop certain attributes in yourself. Do you see? Just like when you are working in a secular place, there's a job description, isn't it? And a job description sort of tells you what you're supposed to do. And what, in fact, even by the job description, there are certain qualifications that a person should have before they can even do that particular kind of, of a job. In the same way, when you're a shepherd or you call yourself a shepherd, there are certain attributes that you must have. So if you find yourself not having them, what you do is you develop them. Do you get it? So what are these um, attributes? Number one, shepherds must develop the ability to fight. Okay, that's the first one. You must develop the ability to fight. Yeah. <laughs> Last time when I was reading this, I, I just said to myself, the hey, ministry is full of fights. You have to fight to survive. You have to, you have to fight to be included. Yes. You have to fight to stay on. You have to fight to keep pushing on. Amen. You see? So it's one of the attributes. Shepherds must develop the ability to fight. Number two, shepherds must develop their conscience. Okay? You must develop your conscience. I believe that it was last year I shared, I think, for a long time on how to develop your spirit. Is that right? Yes. You have to develop your, be aware that you are, you are, you are a spirit, okay? You are actually a spirit, not a spiritual being. You are a spirit. Mm? And you have, you have a, a, a soul. And you live in the body. Don't just concentrate on your body on your body and your soul. Eh? You can't be a soulish brother or a soulish sister. Soul man, soul woman. No. You also have a spirit. Do you see? Yeah. By the, by the way, the soul and the spirit live forever. Yeah, forever. Sometimes people confuse the spirit and the soul. That is why the Bible also talks about the word of God is sharper than any earth to earth soul, is it? It's able to divide asunder. It separates. It's able to separate those two parts of you. So, it is very important that you remember. Now, why am I saying this? Because your conscience is the voice of your spirit. So, when you develop a strong spirit, you see that the voice of that spirit, of your developed spirit, will also become louder. When you look at a person, the part of the person that speaks the loudest, when you are with someone for like two, three hours, you can easily tell. I'm not talking about just seeing somebody for one second. But when you see somebody for one second, you can easily misjudge the person. You may think that the person is some way or they are not nice, or, and you could be very, very wrong. But when you stay with a person for a couple of hours or a day or two, you see that the part of the person that is, is strongest comes out. Either they are, if they are spiritual, you see that they have a strong spirit and you, you feel the aura around them. Yeah, when you're around bishop, you sense that you are with a man of God, a person who is in, in, in tune with God. Do you get it? So the part of you that is most prominent is a part that would come out or stand out. So when you're a shepherd, you must develop your conscience strongly. 
Amen. Amen. Number three, we're talking about core attributes, core characteristics that you must develop as a shepherd. Number three, are you here? Shepherds must develop godliness. Yes, you must develop godliness. What did I say? Yes. When you're a shepherd, you must be godly. To be godly is to be like God. Have the attributes of God. Isn't it? Let's read a scripture. Let's turn our Bibles to 1 Timothy chapter 6 and verse 11. 1 Timothy 6 and verse 11. Look at it. 1 Timothy 6, 11. It says, But thou, O man of God, Flee these things and follow after righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, meekness. In fact, these are all attributes that you can point or point to God. But he's asking here that we follow, amongst many things, godliness. You follow godliness. (laughs) If you wait for godliness to come to you, it may not just come. You follow godliness. So when godliness turns to the left, you turn to the left. Every situation you ask yourself that how, how, how will God be? Or what is the reaction of God? Or what would Jesus do? It used to be a very common term, isn't it? There were hand bracelets and things all over. What would Jesus do? You do what Jesus would do. Yeah. Many times as a pastor, I can tell you, I've struggled. <laughs> yeah. Because I know and I know that this is how God wants me to do it. This is how God would have me do it. And I eventually bring myself to do what God would have me do. Wow. That's following. Amen. Following. Amen. Following. Amen. Following. You follow. Amen. Amen. So, a shepherd must f- develop godliness. You must, you, you must become more and more godly. You must be more godly in March than you were in February. Amen. And come April, your godliness must shoot up. Yes. Yeah. You must, you must, and some things don't go with godliness. Pornography doesn't go with godliness. Drugs does not go with godliness. Alcoholism does not go with godliness. Stealing does not go with godliness. What a shame. What a shame. Yeah. You know, there's a huge supply or or shortage of medical supplies. I almost touched my nose, but I just remember I'm not supposed to touch my nose. (laughs) We are so social. We do so many things that they become habits, you know? So when you are asked to stop it, you realize that you struggle. Even handshake. Isn't it? I'm sure as you came here, you were, we've been tempted many times to shake someone. Maybe we should tie our hands to our chest, isn't it? Yeah. So I was saying that, that this week, there was a doctor in one of the big hospitals. You know, there's a shortage of masks and especially the, um, the N95. The N95 is a, is a respirator. So it's supposed to sort of sieve through um, very tiny particles from entering you. And that's, that's the real... Um, we call it personal protective equipment that the PPEs that you should be wearing. You know? And there's a shortage. And this doctor was found walking out, a whole nice doctor, walking out of the hospital with a small pack of it. 
I'm sure to go and give it to his children and his wife and his yeah, so he was fired right there and there. You see, they should have forgiven him, right? But they fired him. So stealing. You see, when you are godly, you don't steal. Yes. When you are godly, you don't sleep with somebody's wife. When you are godly, you don't sleep with somebody's husband. The one lying on you, you know it's not yours. And yet you, you seem to be enjoying him lying on you. It's not appropriate. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, don't do that. Yes, it's not godliness. So as we develop, you don't like the preaching. As you, as you develop, as you develop um, 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 godliness, all these things must go away. Amen. How many do you have? It's not a good thing to even think about it, isn't it? All right. Number four, shepherds must have spiritual persuades. Yes. All right. Pursuits are things that we pursue. When you're pursuing something, you pursue it with all your strength. When you're a shepherd, you must have spiritual pursuits. It's true. You won't achieve much if you just sit and say, oh, I wish I was like this. I wish I had this anointing. I wish I had that. It doesn't come that way. It comes with work. Wow. <laughs> it's a lot of work. A lot of prayer. Amen. A lot of going on personal retreats. Amen. A lot of studying the Bible. Amen. A lot of fasting. David, is it not so? Yeah. A lot of self-denial, not watching TV. It's true. Many, many, many years ago, I think I've said it many times in this year, we, we decided we would not have, we would not subscribe to cable TV. Yeah. We just have internet at home. And then we stream. If you want to watch a movie every now and then, we watch it. You, 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 cannot, you, cannot, you cannot have, you know, spiritual pursuits. It won't just drop on you. You have to determine that I'm chasing. I'm chasing this sister. This sister has to be my wife. Yes, or the other way around. <laughs> this brother has to be my husband. So I'm pursuing. That is how... That is how you arrive at spiritual goals. You must have. So when you're a shepherd, you must have spiritual persuades. Yeah. One of the common things we, sh- we talk about when we, are, when we have, have meetings with our cell group leaders, they must have goals. What, 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 what do you want to achieve this year? If you don't have any goals that you are pursuing, this year will come and it will not be any different from 2019. It's not going to be any different from 2018. It doesn't matter what you say or what you think. or it, You have to put something in place that this year, this is what I'm going to, or this is how I'm going to do it. I have spiritual pursuits. Yeah. And I realized that that is what even keeps me going. And when I hit a hard, I was telling my, my wife yesterday, when I, when I hit a hard, I know where to go. I've developed a habit. I just go back to basics and look at where I started. And where I, 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 where I have, and it's amazing. Anytime you step back into where you started, she says, you see that you get fired. Yeah, you fire. It just comes. That spot, that spot where you go back and then you remind yourself of where you started and what you, what you were, were. Because sometimes in the midst of going, trying to go up, we can easily maybe lose focus a little bit. But come back to the basics. I go back to the, even, I go far back to the messages that I used to listen to. 
That fired me up. Yeah. I said, you should, I just go back. Because that is where it all began. Wow. Amen. So you must have spiritual persuades. Micah, you're a young man. You must have spiritual persuades. Yeah. What are you pursuing? Yeah. You know the blessing? The Bible says, as we seek the kingdom of God first and his righteousness, all other things. When you have spiritual goals and pursuits that you are chasing, you'll be amazed at the other blessings that will come into your life. Because you align with God and God aligns with you. Somebody say amen. Amen. All right. Number five, shepherds must develop their gifts. Yes. Shepherds must develop their gifts. First Timothy chapter four and verse 14. First Timothy four fourteen. Quickly. First Timothy four fourteen. It says, Neglect not the gift that is in thee. This was the instruction being given to Timothy. It says, Neglect not. Don't leave it alone. Amen. Develop it. Amen. Develop it. Amen. When you read the book I'm preaching from. You, Bishop talks about the fact that sometimes when you see a person that is gifted, you can, if you look at the person closely, you may easily attribute the gift to hard work. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. You may think that the person has what they have because of hard work. But no. There is a gift and the gift has to be developed. Remember the parable of the ten talent? Of the talent, not ten talent, of the talent? Yeah. Five, two, and one, isn't it? So when you have a talent, the more you develop it, how do you develop it? You develop it by usage, by usury. As you develop it, that talent becomes stronger. So, So when you have a talent or a gift, it is actually a call to hard work. And when you're a shepherd, you must develop the gift that you have. Don't sit there and say, oh, I'm so gifted. Oh, man, I can't sing. <laughs> Stephanie, you see, now that we put pressure on you, isn't it? Yeah. Eh? Pastor Kobe was chasing you about your... When she stands here and you think she's singing nicely, you don't know what she does. Sometimes at 2 a.m., she's communicating with me with songs. Today, you know, Reverend, today we'll sing this, 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 and this. And I say, great. And her songs are becoming nicer and sweeter. Is it not? With no struggle. And you can see somebody climbing. It, 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 did, it didn't just come by sleeping and eating and snoring. No. It's work. And it's hard work. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor. Without shaking, by the way. It is hard work. Come on now. Yeah. Mama Lou, you have to work hard. I love Mama Lou. Even when she's working. Sometimes she even beg us to change prayer time so she can be part of it. She's not afraid to work. Amen. David! (laughs) David sent me a text message a couple of weeks ago. He said, Reverend, ministry is very hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very hard. Very hard. So shall it be. As you suck yourself more in the work and do more of the work, so shall arise within you gifts. Gifts 
gifts that you know not of. Lots of gifts that would empower you and more results shall come out of you. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Come on, turn to your neighbor and say, work. Yes. Amen. How many do you have? Five. Number six. Shepherds must develop loyalty. You develop loyalty. Do you see? It doesn't just come to you. You must develop it. Amen. Number seven. Shepherds must develop the ability to be good examples. Yeah. Yeah. Good examples. (laughs) When you're a pastor, you'll be amazed that what you do influences other people. Your sons do the same thing. Yeah. I'm looking at Pastor Eugene today. I'm like, Pastor Eugene is catching up with my hair. It's nice. I'm too close. <laughs> yeah. And you see that after, after Pastor Eugene, you see that maybe Uncle Charles will also come up. Uncle Charles also doing. And then Pastor Kobe. No, Pastor Kobe is too late. Pastor Kobe is too late. Yeah. But it's nice. It's very nice. You understand? Yeah. And you see that some of the young ones will also start, start you see, Many years ago, I bought, I bought a particular car, and I liked it, and I talked about it, I like it. Yeah, by the time, other people, I saw Emma and Emma has the same thing. Sami and, and Monica had the same thing. I'm seeing, it's, it's just spreading. So when you're, a, when you're a shepherd, you have to be very careful. You have to be a good example, because people will follow you. Yes, people will follow you. That's one of the reasons why I, 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 if I just that thought alone makes me push hard forward. You, you imagine, let me start skipping service. Yeah. It's church time and then I'll send a message from home that, Charlie, you guys do this one. Even if I make Pastor Eugene preach, you see that at the point you'll be wondering that, that why is it that Reverend doesn't come? And then very soon you also start backsliding. So we must be good examples. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, you must be a good example. Amen. Number eight, last one. Shepherds must develop an all-out attitude. I'm all out. Isn't it? First Timothy chapter 4 and verse 15. Let's look at First Timothy 4, 15. Actually, let's read from verse 13. It's the last scripture, so let's read from verse 13. You see, I've closed my iPad, so I'm done. First Timothy 4, 13. Look at it. Look at it. So it says, till I come, give attendance to reading, to exhortation, to doctrine. Eh? Go on. Then it says, neglect not the gift that is in thee, which was given thee by, the, by prophecy, with the laying on of the, of the hands of the presbytery. Then verse 15. It says, meditate upon these things. Go back to verse 13 and look at, look at the, these, these things again. Part of the these things, isn't it? He says, till I come, give attendance to reading, to exhortation, and to doctrine. So this is part of the things that we're supposed to wholly give 
ourselves to. Isn't it? Reading, exhortation, and doctrine. And you get a doctrine by, you get it from reading, you get it from preaching, you get it from teaching, you get it from, from you, it, it's, what's, what's a doctrine? A doctrine is a teaching, it's a way of doing something. You see, so the more you hear, the more you get it. So it says, give thyself wholly, not partially. When you give yourself wholly to something, you do it frequently. When you give yourself wholly to something, you are, you are all out for the thing. Amen. Yeah. There are people here who give themselves wholly to some things. Some people have given themselves wholly to football. You never miss a, a football game. Some people have given themselves wholly to, to basketball. You never miss an NBA game. Yeah. You're always watching. Even in church, your phone, we, you, to, you are making us... You are making us look like, or it's making it, you're making us feel like, you make it look like you are looking at the scripture, but you are watching basketball or looking at the scores, isn't it? To see who is leading. Yeah. Even your amen is really not the amen in response to the pastor preaching something like, because your ah, amen is because somebody scored a goal. It's true. Am I lying? Yeah, you are far from. You are far. You are far from. You are in church, but you are not in church. You see, but when you are a shepherd, you are. You give yourself wholly, and you are all out. I said, you are what? Ask your neighbor that are you all out? We gotta be all out. I said, we gotta be all out. It's a year of shepherd, and you must be all out. In Jesus' name, amen. Put your hand on your heart right now. Just begin to pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. Ask God to help you. Ask him to help you. Ask him to help you develop even all those attributes. All those attributes. All those attributes. You have to develop. Eight of them we talked about. Eight of them. It's in the Art of Shepherd. It's a book. Chapter 34, when you go and read it again and pray more about it. That you need to develop all this. You need, you need to give thyself, yourself holy. You need to develop godliness. You need to, be, to develop loyalty. You need to develop spiritual pursuits. You, you need to pursue spiritual things, not just physical. Pray. Pray for your heart earnestly. Pray for your heart earnestly. Say, God, help me. God, help me. God, help me. And I believe that God will help you. God will help you. Jesus will help you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. With every head bowed, every eye still closed. If you are here and you do not know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, every Sunday, Sunday after Sunday, we give ourselves the opportunity to, to, to get into the kingdom. If you are here, you do not know Jesus. I want to employ you this morning that you, would, you should give your life to Jesus. Or maybe you are here and you know you are backslidden. You know, you are far, very far, very, very far from what you're supposed to be. I want to help you by praying for you. With every head bowed, every eye closed, don't look around, make it easy for people. Just slip that hand up and let me pray with you. Let me pray with you. I'll pray with you. I'll pray with you and I'm going to ask God to help you. Anyone like here, like that here? I want to say, Pastor, Reverend, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to rededicate my life to Jesus. Anyone here like that? 
Lift up that hand. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Father. We thank you. We bless you in Jesus' name. 